it's time to hold on to something solid that can't be taken away, that's going to protect you and your family through the financial storm. The system is rigged. It's not set up in your favor. It's set up to benefit the elite. And through the school system, you are kept in the dark and on the treadmill. Well, enough's enough. Today is the day to take back control and protect your family's financial future. Visit goldbusters.co.uk and let us help you today. There you go, sweetheart. Hey, guys. Hello, gorgeous. How are you? I am good. Um, as you can see, I'm live at the border. So you caught me uh, doing some work here in uh, Yuma, Arizona. Um, I am on the border of Yuma and Mexico. And behind me, all of these gentlemen, can you guys wave? You're on camera. Can you see them all? Yeah. Okay. So these guys are uh, waiting right here to be uh, processed by Border Patrol. Just to give you an idea of where we are. So this particular sector, uh, these individuals uh, want to be, uh, they, they want to be processed. So they want to claim asylum. They want to come into the United States. They're waiting for Border Patrol right now. Um, but as you can see, mostly um, young adult males. Um, we did have some family units and some other women. Uh, we've been interviewing them for about 45 minutes right now, Charlie. And every single one of them kind of tell the same story. They've had to pay upwards of $4,000 per person uh, to, get, to get to this point. They've been exploited along the way. Um, you know, the cartels have complete operational control, basically. It's a well-organized machine uh, coming into our country. We, we had this morning probably um, eight different countries uh, uh, represented. Wow. It's incredible. The work you're doing, Christine, is, is unbelievable. Um, I've, said, I've said many times to my audience, you're doing a man's job, but there's not enough men out there to do it. So you're having to do it yourself. And you've been down there so much, working nonstop. And it's, in a way, from my point of view, it's, it's lovely to be able to talk to you while you're there so that my audience can appreciate the work that you put in uh, down on the border to, to keep an eye on what's going on. Because I think we're talking about seven or eight million people that have crossed the border in the last three years or something. The numbers are crazy all the way along. You know, you know, Charlie, that's a great point that you bring up. Um, well, statistically, our government is saying 11 million. But let me give you an idea of really why those numbers are not true. Um, you know, we've, I've been down here since two weeks into the Biden administration for over almost four years now. My team have been in Mexico, Central South America. We've also traveled um, over, over the pond, so to speak, also looking at the impact of open borders in different countries. In America, for example... Uh, we were down in a certain sector in Arizona. We call it kind of no man's land. It's between Sassabi and Aravaca. That's a very heavily Sinaloa cartel kind of uh, controlled area. This is where um, we've, we've had uh, known terrorists be smuggled into this sector. There's not much, there's no border patrol and law enforcement out there. And when they do show up, sometimes it can take words up to two hours for them to get to these locations. Um, so I was working the border. And by the way, if any of your listeners want to follow us on social media, I put this video out. We came across over 150 all males, young adult males, from six different countries within Africa, from Senegal to Chad to Sudan to Mauritania. And then we had over, um, uh, we, there was over a 20 group of Arabic speaking men from Middle Eastern countries. 
they got away by the way there's no camera systems there so just think about there's so when they talk about gotaway numbers charlie those are gotaways that have triggered some kind of camera system or something where we caught visually walking by going by so they've estimated those numbers but i can tell you from somebody who's been in the trenches and on the front lines for four years behind those camera systems there's a whole nother group of people that's not being caught so when we've worked with um mexico and the federales over there looking at their numbers coming in uh the east coast the west coast and the northern border um we're gonna you're ready for the shock um when i've talked to law enforcement and u.s marshals and different agencies offline we're really estimating this to be in the in the 30 million plus. Wow. And the, 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 on a positive note, we actually know where all the terrorists are that have arrived that are actually in America because they all they're all in one place. They're all in Washington, D.C. You know, it's 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 really disturbing um, to, to know how many terror, possible terrorists are in this country right now to do harm to America. You know, the world watched in awe and shock on October 7th when Hamas did what they did to the Israeli people, beheading children and the disgusting, vile uh, terrorist attacks on innocent lives. Uh, unfortunately, Charlie, um, I'm not the only one who believes this. A lot of our um, agencies, even Christopher Ray, said all four buttons are pushed. Uh, I believe we're gonna see terrorist attacks on our soil. They're not coming, they're here. I know me and my team are investigating a couple possible terror cells in the heartland uh, that we know of, that we've, that we've been also looking at weapons and, and other things that have been coming into the border. So America is going to be attacked, unfortunately. Um, it's going to be a sad day because of the open border policies of this administration. It is. And do you think that, that you've got the same problem on the, on the northern border as well as the southern border? Because 30 million people is a lot of people. Um, I don't think it's enough votes yet to get Biden back in at the next term. But from what we understand, they're giving all of these people the right to vote. Yeah, they're they're facilitating giving them a uh, legal driver's license and ID, which then, of course, they'll be able to get um, uh, the proper paperwork to be able to register to vote. So, of course, the one you know, open borders has a lot of implications. Um, a replacement voice is one of those. I call it the great replacement voice of a of legal American citizens. Uh, you've got replacement labor force. You've got replacement uh, police force. In a couple states, they're they're facilitating allowing uh, illegals to be able to become uh, police officers to arrest legal citizens. They're also toying with the notion of allowing them to serve in our military. You know, I'm all for legal immigration. My family immigrated here. My family fled Stalin. I'm a Russian Jew on my mother's side. So the people out there want to call me a white supremacist. Um, they don't know what the hell they're talking about, Charlie. I think it's a joke. Um, yeah. But that's what the liberals do. They don't know anything about you and they just want to attack without being educated. Um, I've been I've seen the the destruction that open borders has uh, both from a national and domestic security perspective for any country that allows their borders to be open but also the humanitarian part of it. You know, on my phone, Charlie, and I've showed you some of my videos and some of my pictures, you know, I've got pictures of dead bodies. People have fallen through the wall, got caught up, uh, women who have been raped, children who have been raped, uh, the rape trees that I've been to, uh, the decapitated children's head, the stash houses, uh, the sacrifices, the organ, the organ trafficking. You know, there's so much to this, the rapes. You know, coming up from the Darien Gap, Charlie, they have to pay if they don't have financial money to pay for safe passage. The, the payment is rape. They, the, the girls have to be raped. 
the, everybody always has something that they have to pay. And so from a humanitarian perspective, just closing the borders alone on that, on that should be done. It should be. And I think this is something that gets overlooked a lot, the price that people pay. Um, and, and we're dealing with a sexually depraved elite. They call themselves elite. There's nothing elite about them. But these people who are running our countries, somehow, I don't know how, but somehow we've got a lot of deprived, depraved people in government in high places. At least 50% of the British government have been involved in child trafficking and pedophilia. It wouldn't surprise me at all if it's exactly the same in America, where they've been involved in this sort of thing. And the exposure of what's happened to Epstein Island bears witness to exactly this. And yeah, you know, Charlie, I can tell you, so me and my team, when we're out doing um, ops, and let me be very clear about this, we're not a vigilante group. Um, mm -hmm. We're right now with uh, San Luis Police, Police Department's finest. Mm -hmm. Um, I the difference between me and my organization, first and foremost, all of us are professionals. We've worked in the DOD space, military space strategy. Um, so we're a little bit different. Um, and so we come from a different lens and a, and a military strategic lens on how this goes down. Um, so, you know, when we look at uh, some of the operations we've done, we have confiscated coyotes and uh, mules phones. Uh, and we've been able to trace some of these phones all over the United States to buyers who are buying women and children. Uh, you know, when you go to these, we call it the Mexican highway, Charlie, and it's yeah. very difficult terrain. It takes our team sometimes upwards of two hours just to get there. And you'll find that's where the rape trees are. These are staging grounds where the mules and their coyotes bring up these women and children. They'll tie them with shackles and ropes. And then they violently gang rape them into submission before the buyer, the pickup, the transport comes to get them. And they're already sold. And so on these phones, we will find phone numbers all over the United States to the buyers. And some of them we've been able to trace. And I can tell you, it's not good. That's all I can say. And so this is a, this is a very lucrative business model. Open Borders creates money to the so-called nonprofits, the NGOs. Make no mistake, they're for profit. Um, you, if you want to stop the open, all of this stuff from happening, defund the, the non-governmental organizations like that. You'll see a huge turnaround. You know, the, the human trafficking, the organ trafficking, the weapons trafficking, all of this is profitable to the tune of over $13 billion. Uh, they mm -hmm. were making only $500 million a year. Now the cartels are making over $13 billion. That's not by mistake. That's by design. And you know what? A lot of that money, Charlie, gets funneled. You know how the corruption works. A lot of that money is laundered back to a lot of dirty people's hands, even in, po in politics. I couldn't agree more. Most of my audience would know that the drug industry has been a massive business for many, many years. I know factually the, uh, for the last five years and maybe more that the trafficking of human trafficking business has out outrun the drug business considerably. It's a massive business of human trafficking. We have no real concept and this is why I've got Christy. I've spent a lot of time with Christy. Christy and I spent a lot of time together when I'm over in the States. I think the world of her, she's doing an amazing job, but I've learned a lot from her as to what's going on. It, every time I leave her, I feel disappointed that there's not more men down there fighting with her. This is a woman, a beautiful woman, who's doing a man's job because the men haven't stood up. 
And if there's men out there in America, you should be down there fighting with her. She's out there. She's got bigger balls than most men put together. She's down there fighting. And it's and you can see, but it doesn't exactly look the warmest place on the earth right now. Um, no, it's she, pretty cold. It, it looks freezing. Um, and but but I think there's somebody's just put in the chat here. Gloria's just put. Um, it's a calling from God, isn't it, Christy? That God called you to do it. You didn't question it. You just got on and did it. And you, you make me very, very proud. You know, Charlie, that's a great, you know, I haven't had a salary in over four years. We literally, um, I personally open up my personal bank account and I'm not a rich woman to fight for my country and my nation. And ultimately when I'm fighting for America, I'm actually fighting for the rest of the world because America is a, a beacon of hope. We are the watchmen. And when America falls, the rest of the world will fall with her. And so I, 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 this is my duty. This is what I'm called to do. Um, and it's, it's tough. I mean, by the way, this is, this is comfortable situation. I've been in a heck of a lot worse. Um, so, you know, I have to answer to my, my, my maker, right. At the end of the day, that's, that's, that's really who I answer to nobody else. You know, I've been called everything under the sun. Um, it doesn't matter to me. I've got really big shoulders. I know, I know my responsibility and each one of us, uh, no matter where we are, we have a responsibility and a duty. Some of us are called to the front lines like I am. But you know what, Charlie? Some of us can make phone calls. Some of us who have been blessed financially can help people like myself and our teams do the work that we do. You know, I, it gets heartbreaking sometimes because I get frustrated uh, because money goes to a lot of places that people who really aren't doing the real work, they get the funds. Um, you know, I have to turn down so much. Um, I, out of, for example, my team was asked to go in and help facilitate extracting and saving some children, uh, but I didn't have the finances to do it. And I actually cried for days and you know me, Charlie, I'm pretty tough. So, um, you know, we're all volunteer. I don't make a salary. I stepped down as CEO of my company over four years ago uh, to serve my nation, to serve my God. And, you know, I, I think the truth needs to get out there because as you know, Charlie, the secular media does not spread truth or reality. They skew it. They cut the clips. They show you what they want to show you. Um, I don't do that. This is raw footage. When I'm out here in the field, I'm showing people what's going on. And I'm going to show you that, that behind me. I don't know if you're listening. That's Mexico right there. Yeah. There's no wall. That's Mexico. So in that area right there, that's called the gap. It's very dangerous inside that bush. There are criminals who, who work for the cartel. They hide in there and they, they sometimes jump people. They rob them. They rape the women trying to get across this area. You have to pay for safe passage. There's so much that goes on here that people don't understand. And it's really important to, for me, it's not just about, you know, the, the legal process. When you illegally try to enter the country, and I understand my heart goes out to these guys. They come from countries that are third world countries. But then we also have individuals coming from terrorist nations who want to harm us. Um, and then you have like this, this right here, the police officer right here, this is Marco. You know, their, their lives are put on the line every single day. I was in a high, we were riding with the um, Arizona task force, uh, trafficking task force. And it, I have this video up. We pulled over and they were smuggling. They were illegals. They were from Venezuela. And the guy got out and ran. And me and the police literally were in a high foot traffic. Um, we almost got hit by a semi chasing this guy down. And so this is dangerous stuff and we have to stop the bleed and we need people like your listeners and everybody else to, to support and to get involved and do something.
Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I saw a comment go through from Diana earlier. I'm not belittling women at all, Diana, and women are 100% warriors. I'm just shouting out to the men that our women need protecting. Uh, there's nothing There's nothing sexist about this. It's got nothing to do with that. It's the fact that I'm shouting out to men to stand up and be a man because um, Chris, Christy needs, needs protection down there because it's a very dangerous place. Um, this is not a game. People just talk in the chat like it's a game. I know Christy well. She's a strong, strong woman, and there's plenty of strong women out there, none, so, no, none more so than my wife and Drew and, and Tara, and there's many other women out there that are good, good strong women. Um, I was on a show last night with Kerry, uh, Kelly, um, Pat, Pam, Nat, Andrea, Lucy, Linda, and James, most of them women, most of them women in the snug. Um, and they're, they're, these are women that stand up. But what I'm surrounded by women that are standing up. What I'm saying is, where's the men? I'm not belittling you know, the women. I'm so, I'm so proud of the women. I'm so, I even refer to them as Charlie's Angels because they are. They're out there fighting. But I just need some more, more men that go out to protect our women who are fighting for our freedom. You know, Charlie, I'm really blessed because, um, you know, I, I'm surrounded by, um, you know, security. You know, I have to travel with security. I have death threats constantly on my yeah. life. I have my head from the cartel. And so I, I have to pay for private security, which also is a bleed. Um, but, you know, and but I'm I, Kennedy International Logistics and Services. Anybody out there needs any kind of security, maritime um, they do it all. It's secure logistics. I'm telling you, best guy. And you've met Lawrence. He's a fellow yeah. uh, London. Yeah. Uh, he's from England. And, you know, he loves this country, too, and he loves the world, and he understands the implications. So Kennedy International Logistics and Service, this guy is with me. He sends his teams. He writes off so much stuff to be in the field because he understands the threat that we're under and I'm under. And I can tell you, we do have a, some few good men, but we help. Yeah. I can tell you, we need a hell of a lot more good men to come and stand up uh, because they're very few and far between. They don't, they're, they're, I don't know what it is. But we need you to voice. We need you to stand up and be brave and, and do the right thing by not just America, but, but by, by the world. And so I would love to have men come alongside and help us. And you're right, Charlie. There's more women than there are men out here who are strong and brave and who are standing up to say no more, not on our watch. Exactly. And uh, for me, it's just been an amazing journey just to see the amount. Because women have what I call common sense. It's a sixth sense. They just they, they know if something's right or wrong and they're prepared to stand up for it. My wife is exactly that. She'll stand up for what's right. And she has no problem with telling. She don't, never talks behind somebody's back. If she's got something to say, she'll say it to your face. And, that, uh, and there's a lot of women out there like that. A lot of women. Uh, you know, I really want everybody to understand, too, because I was reading trying to read a couple of the comments in here. You know, there's no cavalry coming to save the world. Yeah. The cavalry do. And I want to be very clear. Um, there's, this, there's this misinformation out there that there's a bunch of white hats and there's you see, there, it, the only people that's going to save anything to push back against the globalist agenda is you. You need right. to look in the mirror. And when we're in community together, when we're in unity together, that's what's powerful. Uh, and so I, I can tell you, Charlie, I'm so excited. I haven't been able to talk to you about this, but I'm an action girl. 
And so we need to train people on exactly how to be community emergency response teams, how to be in community, how to know if there's a terrorist, um, what to do if there's an active shooter, tactical civics, lawfare, um, what's going on and how do we get here? Meetforamerica.org, M-E-E-T, the number four, America.org, meetforamerica.org. You can go to my website, Women Fighting for America, WFFA.org. Um, dot, um, win, WFFA.win. And you need to sign up for a class. Kansas City, we're kicking off March 15th and 16th. We're going to be adding 10 more states um, every month. And so we, we've got to understand that this is a globalist, uh, purposeful, willful uh, attack on the free Western world. And they have an agenda and they have been well ahead of the game. And I know you've been reporting on this for years, to, uh, Charlie. Uh, there is a plan, uh, but we have to counter that plan and we can do it peacefully. We can do it lawfully and we can do it with the constitution, but we have to know what to do. And that's where we come in to try to facilitate that and organize and organize that. I think the, 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 I agree with 99.9% .9 of what you said there, apart from the fact that I happen to do, do know that the white hats, are, there is a, a group of people that are standing between evil and us. They're not there to save you. You have to save yourself. But what they're doing is giving us enough time to stand up and fight. Uh, but there, there is a group of people that are stood there. What, and they're not, they're not going to save you. But what they are going to do is give you the opportunity to save yourself. Because exactly. if, you, if, you didn't, if you didn't have this group of people there, we would have been swallowed up by now. They would have, they would have vaccinated everybody. They'd have had the rest of us fighting in wars etc etc to reduce the population the way they wanted what we've got now is a group of good people who have stemmed the tide now if you don't stand up and fight now you will be swept away with the tide but you have got an opportunity now to stand up and fight because they have stemmed the tide enough for us to come together work together and stop i'm going to say it again stop picking on other truthers because you don't like it. You've got a far bigger battle ahead of you than having a pop at another truther because you don't like what they said or they said something you didn't like or the terminology wasn't right or it was a sexist comment or a, a racist comment or a, an anti-Semite comment. Get in the real battle and stop the tittle-tattle and learn that this is a proper fight. And we're talking to Christy, who's actually at the border fighting rather than worrying about the words you talk about. This is a and proper war. The infighting needs to stop. The left is well organized. We have got to stop. We, we need to put down our differences for the, for the ultimate good of the world and the countries. And so until we learn to do that and play in the sandbox together and stop silo living, uh, they're going to continue to be ahead of us. Um, yeah. You know, in military strategy world, you know, that is the most beautiful thing that they do is keep us divided and keep us infighting on the little things. You know what? Those little things can have a pin put in it for later on. But ultimately, we've got to come together on one one accord for one mission. And that is to push back against your freedoms and your liberties being taken. You know, I wish I could be on this full hour, but I do have to pop. But yeah. you know what? I'm so thankful. I would love to come back on your uh, show again and follow up and send you guys some information and some slides and let you guys see what we're hearing and seeing down here. So thank you so much. Again, we have to get together. We have to fund the fight, fund the fight, fund the fight. They're well-organized. They're well-funded. We have to be well-organized and we have to be well-funded and we have to have um, truth 
on our side, which that's what we have. So we can win this, but we have to be in it together. So, yeah. And send my love to Lawrence. He's a good man. He's the, he's the, the wingman, if you like, the right hand man of Christy there, protecting her, making sure she's safe. A, a good London boy. Um, Thank you lovely, so much. Lovely. Thank Christine, no, no, Christine can I ask you one question, please? Yes. yes. Just because the insiders have been going nuts. Have you seen the truckers that were supposedly on their way? Have, have they turned up? They have. They actually asked me. Um, I happen to be in Yuma doing work, um, and they asked me to come speak um, in Yuma today where they're stopping. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be doing that um, for moon, many, numerous reasons, uh, but, you know, the truckers have gone. I'm glad they finally decided to show up. They were invited two years ago by me and my organization uh, to the tune of uh, deaf ears. So I'm glad that, you know, they stepped up and they're, they're you know, doing what they're doing uh, and trying to shed a light on the border. But in my personal opinion, it's two years too late. Mm. Have, and also, have any of the National Guard units that were promised by the other states turned up? Do you know? In Texas, Arizona. Texas and Arizona are two completely an different animals. Right. Okay. Different. We have a there's a liberal governor here in Arizona. Right. Gotcha. All right, Christy, lots of love, sweetheart. And I'm over in April. Hopefully, I'll catch up. Absolutely. Later, God Christine. bless you. God Bye -bye. bless you. Cheers. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening and thanks for following. If you want to know more, join me at charlieward.com. Follow me on the Insiders Club, where we'll keep you right up to date.